Being a team of one is extremely difficult. I never recommend shortcuts, but there is something to be said for efficiency and maximizing your time and investment. So here are five essential things that you need to do if you're producing your own marketing and content in support of your art and business. That's this week on the Fuse Chamber Podcast. You're listening to the Fuse Chamber Podcast, where you get the elite mindsets and skills to ignite your voice and build your audience. I'm your host, Chris Williams, and I want to help you live the life you really want. Hey guys, welcome back. What are some ways to minimize the learning curve and maximize the impact of my branding efforts? Well, first, let's remember why we're here. To create the next generation of leaders in arts, business, and community. To create an elite tribe of powerful, successful professionals who redefine how artists and entrepreneurs can do what they really want to do with their lives, full of passion, without compromise. I'll show you who you have to become in order to win, and I'll be here to inspire you each and every week so that you stay inspired and stay driven. This investment of 15 minutes a week will create habits that forever change your life and career. If you have a vision and passion to make art or innovation your profession, I can't tell you how excited I am for you. I love to see people doing new inventive things that not only light them up, but have the potential to sustain them and their families financially someday, while living out what they freely admit has been a dream for them for their whole lives. Now, seeing success is definitely fun, but the journey is the truly exciting part because it's then I get to watch people transition from tentative, maybe even fearful, apologetic, unmotivated, or self-conscious beings into these truly confident, thriving, capable, and energetic people of passion and purpose. So listen, if you sign up for this life, one of the realities is that, yeah, you're the boss, but you're also the lawyer, the accountant, the delivery guy, the marketing and sales guy, the customer service rep. It's a lot of work. And you'll need to produce, as part of that job, all of the content surrounding your product or service. That could mean not, not just ad copy, but you know, memes, web posts, social media posts, videos, podcasts, so on. That takes a ton of skill, and half-assing it will create a product that does not represent your brand well. It won't do it justice. So here are five things that you need to get good at if you're going to do the content and marketing side yourself, and some tips to help you get good fast. If you do these, it will instantly elevate the image of your company and its product. Number one, learn how to take good photographs. Stock photography sucks, but imagery is everywhere. And it screams not only amateur, but you know what? Stock photography, I think, screams, I don't care. If you look at stock photographs, they're usually unoriginal. They're usually ambiguous. If you're marketing your own stuff, you'll probably be creating memes and infographics for your own product. The easiest and fastest way to make those things and to make them look professional and original and poignant is to use a stock template, but switch out your own photos. So that way, you might use things like Typorama to create memes or images, or PowerPoint to create 
infographics or other visuals. And that's fine. And the built-in stock templates are okay to pretty cool, depending. But if you insert your own photographs rather than the ones that they come with, then it won't look like the same old recycled stuff. And it will allow you to create highly impactful original visuals at a fraction of the cost of paying someone else to do it. Not to say that photography isn't worthwhile. It most certainly is. But if you're on a shoestring and you're trying to produce new stuff every day, there is no reason why you can't get creative and DIY this. Your phone has an awesome camera built into it, including a video recorder, and it's always with you. And at this point, they're so good that I can barely recommend lugging around a regular camera for all but the most critical high-end projects. So learn how to use your camera's built-in features and basic editing tools. There's tons of free instructional videos online on how to do this, and I think learning how to set up the shot probably the most important skill. So practice finding beauty in the ordinary things inside and outside the house. Use natural lighting wherever possible, and that can mean outdoors, indoors near a large window. And I, you know what I find it requires is just the slowing down to look at what's around you. Observe the natural beauty or relevance of things. A couple of weeks ago, I was trying to create a meme for one of my, one of my podcasts, and I think it was about, it might've been about struggle or it might've been about sticking through challenges. And I was looking around, like, what would be a good, like, a, you know, how am I going to get a picture of a guy climbing a mountain? And I looked at it, I had a jigsaw puzzle. I'm like, perfect. There's a perfect example of something that takes stick to itness uh, in order to finish, and you got to stay in it for the long haul. And it ended up being a great, really colorful, really impactful image, and it's all mine. Now, the second thing you should do is get a design sense. The easiest way to do this is to grab some design magazines. You'll see them at the bookstore. They'll be the kind that people in advertising or digital agencies would probably subscribe to. I'm not talking about interior design now. I'm talking about, you know, what, what are the latest colors, visual aesthetic, fonts, layouts, things that visual marketers, graphic designers would be chiefly concerned about. And from there, you'll learn what's trendy and eye-catching. When your visuals look amateur, guys, people don't pay attention and they're going to dismiss you as anything but professional at a gut level. So you don't want that. Simple design rules change every year. Like maybe this year it's don't mix fonts. Pick one font, use it. Uh, it could be monochromatic color versus bold color. Maybe this year everyone's centering their text rather than left aligning it. If you haven't got time or taste for this, then by all means, hire a professional. I happen to have a professional illustrator and designer in the family. And when I use him, I get no end of compliments on things like my business card, my t-shirts, and so on. He's really good. But when it makes sense to do it yourself, learn the basics of the trade, learn what's current and what's hip, and most importantly, learn what is no longer in style. Avoid that stuff. Now, don't write this off, guys. You can do this, and it pays huge dividends if you get it right. I used to go for coffee at the local bookstore on a Sunday night. Just go for an hour, grab the local magazine, flip through it. But if you're of a mind to, you can also go on Google and just search for top graphic design trends for, and then insert the year. And it'll tell you what's in, and it will usually show you really vivid examples. And then as you go around reading, you know, magazine articles, you look at billboards or TV ads, you're going to see uh, some of those trends start showing up in the ads that you consume. And you'd be like, oh yeah, another area where you may want to work on DIY skills is audio. I'm big on this one, obviously, so I'll be brief. 
I have a new series of videos under my Badass Agile brand on YouTube about how to get great podcast audio. So Google YouTube Badass Agile. Learn basic sound design. Learn a little bit about the different types of microphones, how to pick them, how to set them up, how to record audio, how to edit audio using simple, free, widely available tools, how to process and enhance audio. You learn all these things so that if you ever need to record your own podcasts or interviews or audiobook or have nice sound for your videos even, you know a little bit about what you're doing. Invest in a cheap, like $40 lavalier microphone, the kind that clips on your collar, even if it's a wired one, so that if you ever do get into video, you've got something at the handy that will really shoot up the level of your quality in your videos. Even if you're using a phone or DSL camera to shoot that video, you don't want it to sound like 90% of the YouTube videos out there where it sounds like they're in a cardboard box or a tin can. Which brings me to my next point, video. Learn how to shoot and edit video and get super comfortable with how you look on film. At this point in history, there is no excuse for not producing your own video content. Every single camera, every single phone has a video production studio built right into it. And this is gold. Even if you use nothing other than available light and your bedroom wall as a background, people will forgive you for all of that if the content you make is good and real or entertaining. So learn how to do it. Now, here's a secret for producing excellent quality video in the shortest possible period of time. Don't bother trying to write scripts. It takes too long and it comes off as being inauthentic. Learn how to improvise. I mean, scripts are good, but they take a ton of time to write and polish. So forgive yourself for the odd repeated line or the odd um or mistake and just make 50 videos knowing that at first you're going to suck a bit. Somewhere around that point of doing, you know, 20, 40, 50 videos, you'll start to get good at improvising and working off the cuff and delivering that message without a script. If you want to have a little more polished impact with your video, instead of spending it on scripting your message, think about the value you want to provide with this piece of video before you film it. So don't just turn a camera on, have a point. And even better, write that point and a couple of high-level bullets, if you will, and put them on post-it notes. Stick them on the wall in front of where you're recording, where the camera can't see it, to highlight your most impactful points if you have a tendency to forget. So if you're not comfortable with running with no script. You know, a lot of us get the feeling that as soon as we get off stage or off camera, that there were 50 things we wanted to say and completely forgot to say them once we pressed that little red button. And I really feel like for me, using those post-it notes in big bold letters on the wall really helps. Another tip, get a tripod. I mean, I suppose you could use a selfie stick, but honestly, I feel like the distance from your camera that you need to be when filming is greater than the length of your arm. It's like probably six feet or more, generally speaking. I don't want to just see you from the neck up. It's nice to be able to see you from belt level and higher or mid chest and higher or something like that. Because if you're using your arms to communicate, you can't see them with a straight up headshot, like a tight headshot. You also might need your arms to hold or show off a prop or something. And having that kind of selfie pose with your arm outstretched, it doesn't look, uh, to me, it doesn't look professional. If you want to amp it up a little higher, you can also grab a fabric backdrop so that there's no clutter in frame. But if that doesn't work, just find a painted wall with not a lot of clutter on it, not a lot of visual distraction, and, you know, stand in front of that. You can also rent or borrow a few professional lights if you want to reduce shadows and have things look super slick. 
And again, any introductory online video on how to light a simple video shoot will pay huge in terms of return on investment for your time. These things are not hard to learn. They're not hard to do. And the information is everywhere for free. Also, learn how to use video editing tools. If you're a Mac user, it comes with iMovie, completely free, plenty powerful. And even if you don't like things like the built-in titles, they look a little tacky, then just change the font that they use and change the color of the font. Most people won't know that you did it using free tools if you just take the time to customize it a little bit. Now, whatever you do, a lot of these video editing tools come with these cool transitions and effects and fills, special effects, fly-ins, fade-outs. All those things are neat, but they get really boring for the listener or the viewer. So use those kinds of tricks tastefully and sparingly for best effect. Finally, number five, the best thing that you can get good at if you're doing your own marketing And this is the one that so few people ever talk about. And I really think it's the most important one. Learn how to write in any style. Study newspapers. Listen to radio broadcasts and radio announcers. Listen to television newscasters. Listen to YouTubers. Listen to professional marketing copy. So read magazine ads or watch commercials. Learn what words they choose. What words do they avoid? Learn the style and cadence and tone of communication, short sentences, long sentences, questions, exclamations, declarations, commands, points to ponder, low voice, high voice, loud voice, quiet voice. How do they communicate? Learn to emulate those styles so that when you write your own articles, when you're trying to write compelling titles even, when you're trying to write marketing copy, You're imitating the masters. These guys know what works. They study it for a living. So leverage it by imitating. The point is, you usually have a very small number of words in which to make an impact, to make your content stand out above the rest. So learn how to master that skill starting today. I've been lucky. I've been able to do this since I was a little kid. And I think it's the single most important factor in my success as a communicator. I hope these five tips get you excited about the prospect of handling your own marketing and allowing you to really up the quality of your outbound communications. Might even get you to step up your marketing game overall. If you're an artist, most of this stuff should be fun and easy to learn anyway. So enjoy the process of skill building and watch it get attention and grow your audience for you. Folks, thanks for listening. You can reach out at fusechamber.com or find me on Twitter, at Fuse Chamber. Come in for some more insight and coaching next week.